Hello and welcome to another episode of Cinema Bonds, where the only thing sweeter than you, the listeners, are the movies that we're going to be covering. I am Jonah Colazzo. I'm Sandra. And Hoover is not here with us. He's doing hood rat shit, but we do have a good partner to substitute with. We got the main man, Isaiah. What's good, guys? Back from him. Also, Hoover's not doing hood shit. He's like getting his life together. Like he's 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 doing way more than we could have <laughs> ever. We let's not talk ill about what Hoover's doing right now. <laughs> Everybody that is no longer that that doesn't uh, that's not on the show is is always doing hood rat shit. Okay, okay. It's Sandra, yeah. as by the way, Sandra's back. By the way, hi Sandra. I was doing a month's worth of hood rat, of hood rat shit. <laughs> she was on the Gulf of 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 Oaxaca delivering goats. Ah. And she was also in Scotland. 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 Whole girls just in Scottsdale. Scotsdale. She didn't even go anywhere. She, she didn't vacationed. Go hey man, but mind your business, man. Hey, but you mind your business. Y'all don't need to know my business. Mind your business though. Um but let's uh we got a good one for you guys. We are covering uh we are still in the Academy Awards month, and we are covering another winner. We got No Country for Old Men by the Cohen Brothers. Um, what's good. up? Nothing. I, I was getting ahead of myself. You go ahead. Okay. Um, we got a good one for you today, but before we get into that movie, let's get into a little what's new with me and you. Isaiah, why don't you kick it off? Go ahead. Um, I'm pretty good, bud. Um, I'm... I'm um... I'm. I recently got a new job. The last time I was on here, I think I had like this is like the third time I'm on and my third new job. So uh, I'm gonna keep making that a thing. Every time you guys bring me on, I'm gonna have a new job. Um, but uh, yeah, no. I'm uh, right now. I'm, I'm. I just started that. I'm in the middle of training and doing that. But I'm hearing really good things from like my trainers and stuff. So uh, at the end of the day, I'm. I'm not doing too bad. I'm not doing too bad. That's good. That's good to hear. Sandra, how about you? Um. What did I? Uh. What did I? You did, you, a, you did a whole last thing in months, man. Um came back from a vacation. Um it was great. Did not want to leave. Um Where's, where did where did you go? Was, was Jonah serious? Were you off on the Gulf? No, no. Uh I did go to Mexico. Mm. Um I bounced from Mexico City from what is it called? Morelia. Um bounced back and forth. I have family there. Um visited my family. Uh, this movie actually reminded me of my grandpa. <laughs> a little bit? Yeah. Ooh. He's very uh, old. An, an old man? <laughs> yeah, he's a very old man. <laughs> he's a, there's no country for him. There's no country no. for him. There's no country for old men. He's, he's, he's literally out there saying, oh yeah, give me a discount. You know me. You know, no one guy. knows him. I'm your dude. I'm the guy. <laughs> but then he's like, what if we just pay them because he had to go get like test work and like because he got uh, vaccinated out there. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, and so he was like, they they had to wait for his test results, and he's like, "What if we give him a little extra? That way, they give it to us sooner." What vaccine? And they're like, "No." They out there? Is it the Johnson and Johnson one? No, I don't think they have that one yet. Mm. They had the, the other two, the Moderna, the Moderna, Moderna. and the and, other one. Uh, I don't know. The there was one from like a college. I remember that. Oh, I thought it was like a Phoenix or something. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I don't know. Okay. We don't need a, a, a pandemic uh, little disclaimer <laughs> on our on our. Uh, yeah. On our show today, so we'll move on from that. But yeah, I'm back, and that's it. That's awesome. That's great. Um, I I've been watching a lot of shit. Um, mm. I we watched Primal. Oh yeah. For everybody that has HBO Max, get up on that. That's a really great fucking show with with just perfect. Is that the cartoon one we were watching? Mm. Oh, oh, uh, so you, oh, so you continued watching it without me? I did not. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. That was a different one. That was a different one. Um. That is called Invincible. Mm. What is Invincible? Invincible is the Amazon Prime show oh, that was developed I'm... by Robert Kirkman. I don't, I don't know it. It's a, that one's also that was actually that one's pretty dark. That one is fucking dark. Mm. That, that one's like fucking a, brutal. It's like a little uh, darker, darker than uh, Primal. It, it, oh yeah, it, oh. it straight up is like The Boys. Ooh, okay, but in cartoon form. So they can get away with a lot more, and or uh, are able to do a lot more. They're able to do a lot more. I understand, um, and they do. And I only watched like the first and half of the second episode, and it was getting wild. Mm. Um, I really want to finish that one up. But it, uh, other than that, I mean, shit, man. I, I watched Mighty Ducks, Game Changers. <laughs> That's a great show. It's really good. It's surprisingly charming for it being just like a like a a a, a series sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen the the latest episode, but but I the first three, man. Those first three, they're are they really only good. Th- are they releasing it weekly? 
They're releasing it weekly. Wow. Along with, uh, um, what is it called? Falcon and the Winter Soldier oh. on Fridays. Mm. Now you got the, you got the ducks and the falcons in the same. The duck and a falcon <laughs> plus a Winter Soldier. Mm. Um, but other than that, I mean, that's that's been my week. Had a crazy Sunday, but uh, I don't really want to talk about that. And if you guys want to hear uh, more on the Winter Soldier, uh, tune into your mini buns. Uh, oh, every Wednesday, there you, yeah, go. Know, you, there you go, Look man. It's every Friday. Oh, every Friday, man. every Friday, <laughs> every Friday. They're, they're, they're recorded on one. Of those. <laughs> they're recorded on. Uh, they're probably recorded on a Friday. <laughs> <laughs> they're recorded hours before they go up. We're, we're a real professional enterprise. <laughs> uh, but other than that, uh, we got news. If you guys want to get into news. Mm. You know, oh, you know who someone someone just recently passed away. Um, what, she's from um, the the chick from Peaky Blinders. Yeah. Uh, what is her name? I'm Helen. I'm, I'm Helen sorry. something. It's Helen. Helen with an M. I know. I I, I I had something on her, but I was like, you know what? I I I don't personally know her, and so she was. She's in a bunch. Isn't she in like the the those Tim Burton movies? No, 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 no. That you're thinking of uh, Helena Bonham Carter. Oh. That's Heck, the, what is her name? Why can I? Why? It's Helen something. I, I know for sure that Helen Helen McCroy or Mc 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 something or other. Yeah, McCroy Mc McCroy Rory McCroy Rory. <laughs> you guys can correct us. But she 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 passed away. She passed away. She she was um. What did she pass away of? Oh, old age. Oh no, she was like she was like fifty something. She was she was relatively young. Uh, you, well, you know what? We're, we'll miss you regardless. We loved you in Peaky Blinders. We loved what you did in uh, in Harry Potter. And uh, the the film world's gonna be a lot less. Uh... Helen McCrory, she's a British star of stage, film, and TV. Dies at fifty two. Does it say mm. what? I can find out. Mm. Well, while they're finding out, man, I'm, I got I got oh, some I got some good news. Cancer diagnosis. Oh. oh wow, man, the big C got her. That big C. Yeah. Damn. Um. But other than that, I, I got some 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 casting info on on things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shazam has casted Lucy Liu in in mm-hmm. in a villainous role. Villainous role. A villainous Lucy role. Liu. She's basically going to be playing the daughter of Atlat At Atlas. Daughter of Atlas. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. I'm not a big Shazam. I, I am not either. So I don't even know if I've seen the one that just recently dropped with what's his name. Wait, am I thinking of a different movie? I'm thinking of the, mo- the movie Shazam, right? Yeah, with with, with, with from, uh, from Zachary Levy. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I've seen that one yet. It's mm. good. I've heard. I've heard nothing but good things from it. I just, I personally have not behold. Um, along with that casting information, uh, Phoebe Waller Bridge has been casted as the female lead in Indiana Jones Five. Indi- is she going to be Indiana? I think she's going to be playing his daughter. What happened to Mud? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Along with that, we got Mad uh, Madman Mickelson has Ooh. also been casted in in Indy Five. Jack Nicholson? No, Mads Mickelson. Oh, I thought you said Madman Nicholson. <laughs> no, like, I, call him, I call him. I call Mads Madman Mickelson. Uh, for everyone that doesn't know who he is, he's he's more famous for the show Hannibal. Okay, and Oof. like the Galen Erso and he's, he's the main dude. Yeah. He is the main dude. He is the main dude. He plays uh, um, Lecter. Mm-hmm. Um. We also got some info on Hank Azaria. What's Hank doing? Uh, he feels like he needs to personally apologize for for basically just brown facing his voice for years. Very much so for <laughs> Frappu, and he he just like he 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 feels like he does he owes an apology to basically all like Indian and Indian American like people all out there. He got he was told that um, by uh, like a seventeen year old. Basically saying, like, in with with tears running in his face. Basically, he they told him, you know, what they do matters, uh, and has ramifications on people's lives, according to or, or telling them that the writers have they what they do matters. Is he going to be doing like a a show, or is it just a public apology? I think it's just a public apology. Mm-hmm. I think you. Uh, I want to say Jenny Slate even did something like that for Jenny Slate. Did she? For, for Big Mouth. For, for Big, Big Mouth. Mouth. Yeah, I know that she has like a moment in the show where she's like, they're trying to get um, what's her name? What's her character's name? I forget. Uh, uh, Misty, or Misty, Misty or something. Misty or something. Yeah. Um, she. They're like, trying to get her to say the N word because she plays a black character on the show, uh-huh. and then and then like they're like pushing her to say it, and then she kind of like has this like fourth wall break, and she's like, "Hi, no, me, Jenny Slate, cannot say the word, so no, I can't. Sorry." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, but yeah, no. So he's 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 doing a big formal apology to to just everyone that he has offended. Mm. Um, that sucks. I I mean, I no, because I was gonna say like I mean it, it it sucks, but like I understand you know being a voiceover actor. It's like you know you take on some roles that's just like you I don't know like it, I, like does it does it come down on them a little harder? Because they're doing a voice acting mm-hmm. from the person that's also like maybe <clears throat> purposely playing a black guy. And it's I, not. But it, he's but it, not but black. It's, it, but it's that, ain't it? It's like the whole like, why would we take? Why would we take those voices away from potentially colored actors? Mm-hmm. Like why? Like if why would why would I cast some white dude to play a black guy when I could have casted a black guy to play a black guy or an Asian yeah. guy to play an Asian guy? Like it's that. It's that's like the. You know, it's yeah, ending that like it, it, it's we're, we're, they're taking away from. But I also get it. Like it's like that. Like this is your job, and this is what you've honed your craft to be. Why wouldn't you be able to be that? Flex your yeah. your vocal abilities. It's so this is a, a, a tough egg to crack. It it is, and 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 it sucks that he kind of find we find he finds himself in in the middle of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, some other news on 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 Tom Hiddleston. Uh, we've been doing our our our, our Winter Soldier with our, our covers for the Winter Soldier and all the Disney Plus shows. Uh, Tom Hiddleston has come out saying that the Loki series is going to be about identity and about uh, the uh, desperate fragments of the many selves that he can be, and perhaps the many selves that we are. This is the Loki show. This is the Loki show. Wow. I've said it before, and I've said it, I'm going to say it again. I think this Phase Four is diving so much into the importance of of self mm-hmm. and like i mean wandavision was all about you know grief and dealing with it and falcon and the winter soldier is very much like living up to the legacy and what does that mean how is the winter soldier i'm not watching it the winter soldier is actually really good and i think it's actually a little bit better than wandavision really i think so i it's it's dealing more directly to like the end of end game than WandaVision is WandaVision is very much its own like little quite literally a little bubble in its own world mm-hmm. while it's dealing with the actual world that you know the that the Avengers Endgame left us with yeah and I think that's what I enjoy it a little bit more <clears throat> there there's there's definitely a lot more it's it seems like almost like a cool like they're bridging a gap to the next series and they're doing that through their shows yeah and or their next phase, sorry. And then they're that, they're bridging that with the shows, and so it's like we can't basically just drop nine movies of why this is the world's the way it is now. Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and just build the story, almost like the way like comic book stories do, like the whole like the overarching Avengers story is happening, but also World War Hulk is happening. Yeah, you know, and it's kind of that like no, the uh, the the Avengers story is still the MCU is still happening. But this is what's going on, like for, with the superheroes in the meantime. Like we don't really get that often in the movies. It's just like they're not in this one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> and, and I think what, what's really cool is that like they didn't plan for this to come out the way they wanted to, mm-hmm. but it's working. And and like this was not supposed to be like because of COVID, everything changed and all their plans mm-hmm. for for twenty twenty shifted a year yeah and it's it's interesting to see that this is still panning out to be a really strong series and a really strong phase for them um i'd be very much interested to see what happens in the loki series and what does it mean for the world around like once we get back into the movies yeah Mm -hmm. um speaking of movies though Mm -hmm. uh netflix dropped a trailer for army of darkness Zack Schneider's Army of Darkness. The Evil Dead? Army of Darkness? I'm sorry, not Army of Darkness. Army of the Dead. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's basically like a sequel to to Dawn of the Dead, his, oh, okay. his, his reboot of, of the original movie. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, no. It, 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 the way they describe it, and they actually have it in their, uh, their caption, zombie plus heist film plus Zack Snyder. That's it. <sighs> That's the caption. That's the that's the description of the, the movie. Yeah, it's it's I don't know. It, it it seems like like society has come back to a a like a standard of like we're surviving. Like there's jobs now. There's zombies, but there's also jobs and society has come back. That's kind of cool though. And now they're like, but What a time to drop it too. Yeah, and it's like, but there's also Vegas. 
And Vegas has a lot of money that's just sitting there that that's no true. one's claiming. That's just sitting there. Yeah, and like it seems like they're gonna go up in there and try to like, oh, high steal high the money, steal the money. Like, oh, there's just yeah, that's good. But with... Vegas is nothing but just a hub of just zombies. That sounds cool. That sounds like a, almost like nah, not even Resident Evil E, but like kind of like, like I don't, you, yeah, I get it. Like you're just like, oh, you just need to survive, and this is that one thing. This is like a chore almost yeah. that you have to do to survive. It's cool. Uh, it's got Dave Batista in it and a bunch of other Batista. people. Yeah, Batista, he's gonna boy. be he's gonna be headlining this movie. Mm, him and as a him as a lead in things. Do you think he's gonna have like a Rock situation, where like he oh. where like where, I'm sorry, Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Do you think he's gonna he's gonna like take that road where he's gonna start doing a bunch of weird family films and then just kind of make a name for himself and just be a beast of a good man? I'd I like to hope so. I mean, I I hope so, but at the same time, the Rock's doing it. The Rock is doing it. And he's doing it very successfully. Yeah, yeah. Um, I hope that he, he, you know what? He, he's Batista is an interesting character because he he surprisingly knows how to create like a nuanced performance, and and like he he just knows how to like. I think something that, that I feel the Rock kind of got stuck in real quick was just the muscle mm. in the movie. Mm. He, he was always yeah, the, the like ro- like action star big muscle on the on the screen for sure yeah kind of like vin diesel no kind of like vin diesel i don't know vin diesel is awesome too (laughs) (laughs) vin diesel is awesome but i think batista kind of he he doesn't he didn't automatically get stuck in that performance like do you mean he just stopped being drac or stopped being just his like like he's just wwe yeah he's just no longer just the muscle in a movie and in the movies that he is in, maybe he's not the headliner, but he does do a great performance in. And like that's true too. Like Scorpion, Scorpion King dropped, and everyone was like, "That's the Rock from the WWE." Like they weren't. Yeah. They, everyone was just like, "This is Dave Bautista as Drax." This, like, yeah, yeah this, like, is... Say, this is him now. I mean, I know he's had a career since, but like in film, but he was also just portraying the muscle, the hard head kind of guy. So yeah. it was like to see him put a character on with something new. And yeah, like, he quickly became Drax. And yeah, so seeing him in other movies, you're like, "What's Drax doing here?" Instead of, <laughs> you know. Yeah, exactly, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, it, I, I'm interested in to see what he does more in his career and in this movie because he he looks interesting. Like he he seems like a very fun character to follow. I wonder if he could if he would be down or if he'd be like have it in him to do like a physical change, like where he would just like drop weight and just be like a skinny twerpy. Ooh. Like I would like to see and then just have him focus more on acting instead of being uh like that'd be cool as see cool it's cool as shit to see him as as a you know, performance than rather than like a like a body, you know? Mm, I don't that. think you'd want to lose all that muscle, though. Uh, I wouldn't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but that's the part of the thing. Like when people, I'm sure when people are casting him now, they're like, "We need that Batista." Yeah, I feel like they're they're looking for the Batista. Batista, 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 Batista. I think I don't know. Are we saying it wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Drax. We're looking for that we're, Drax. We're looking for that Drax bod, bro. Um, other than that, uh, that's all the news. Uh, you know what? We got one little sad news. Mm. Um. Adam Perkins had passed away for some of those people that remember Vine. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the welcome to Chili's guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no information about what he passed from, but his brother did make a big post about it and basically saying like, yes, he is dead and it's, it's a big loss to the whole family and particularly for me. And I just don't know what to do. <laughs> like, um, I think we also just, I mean, this is going to be a really shitty joke. We also just go to Chili's. <laughs> oh, no. And celebrate I, I, them. Like, I, we should, like, should no. do like a fundraiser at Chili's. You know like, what? Should, no. Yeah. It, it, it sounds like a shitty move, but at the same time, everybody is coping with that. Like, oh, oh. I can't wait to when we get to heaven and he's going to welcome us to the big Chili's in the sky. Oh, that's all. Oh, that's, that makes my heart sing of joy. What the fuck? Everybody, everybody <laughs> is, is oh, remembering him for I, that. Now I want to die. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh yeah, but he, he was he was only twenty four. Wow. He was he was wow. only twenty four. Sucks. Um, but yeah, he will be missed and all that he he brought to us with through Vine. Mm-hmm. That little blip of of fame in that that little. Uh... What did he die of? Uh, they, 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 it, it's not being disclosed. No, they they, they want they, the family's not letting anyone know. Which I mean, I get it. We don't need to. No. No. But, it's I more mean, of a curiosity kind of. It, it, Applebee's got to him. <laughs> <laughs> Applebee's had too many of their dollar dollar margaritas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that is it. That is all I got for news. 
you guys want to get into this main topic? Let's hop to it. Yes. Um, no country for Gary Oldman. <laughs> what did you guys think about it? I love this movie. Yeah, this movie's awesome, man. They 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 do such a great job with just using like silence to tell a story, and you mm. they let you just kind of like watch it and come to the conclusion yourself. And then like the, even when it does, they do exactly what you thought was going to happen happens in the movie. You're still not satisfied because it happened. Like you're like yeah. it wasn't supposed to. I was hoping you didn't do that. Like it's a great <laughs> movie. I love this movie so much. Sandra, this is your first time watching it, huh? Yeah. What what was your first experience with this movie? I I very much enjoyed it. Um, would I watch it again? Probably not. Well, maybe. I don't know. I do like uh, murder mysteries and stuff like that. But I like Josh Brolin. I'd watch it again for Josh who's, Brolin. Who's Josh Brolin? He's the main dude. Oh, the main the main dude? The main dude. Ah. He's also Thanos. He's also Thanos. He's also uh, Cable. Is he really Thanos? He's he Thanos. That's, that's Thanos. That's Thanos right there. Yeah, man. Wow. I know he's a lot more handsome than when he's not purple. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say bald, but. Oh, yes. <laughs> that's oh, no, the Josh Brolin has beautiful hair. No, the the purple is not the issue for her. It's the baldness. Oh, okay. <laughs> she likes she's like, nah. she like if Thanos had a good good head of hair, maybe. Ooh, she go for it. Take over my universe. <laughs> <laughs> she try to get she try to get that Finian Stone. And all that. Hey man, he can blip me. <laughs> Yo, you gonna blip me, bro? <laughs> but yes, that is Josh Brolin. <laughs> Also, what's his name? Uh, 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 Javier uh, uh, Bardem. Bar- 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 Bardem. Bardem. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a Javier fucking... Bardem. He he plays he plays evil so charming. I thought so. He does that second time around watching. I think we're just this is just us gushing about the movie for right now. But like, there's that moment where like they're walking up the stairs and he's like, "Let's go to your room," and it's just so like, "Yeah, man, let's go to my room." <laughs> <laughs> he's the killer. He's Javier the... Bardem is yeah, is, yeah, is, that, is the is Anton Chigurh. He's he's not from here, is he? He's from Spain. Yeah, I heard an accent. He's 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 a Spanish. I heard a bit of a Spanish. His deepness kind of scared me, like his deep mm. voice. His, it is. It, what have you lost yeah. in the coin toss? Yeah, yeah. I was it's like, very oh. clinical, and like he's trying to hold it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His character is his character is super duper cool. Mm-hmm. What, what 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 are your first notes here, Joe? Before we just start like blowing through them. Here? Well, before we get into spoilers, uh, let's 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 do a little rating system. Uh-huh. Um, that's what we typically try to do. Alrighty. If uh, you had to give this movie a rating out of ten, where were you? Where are you placing this? I think I would give it like a solid like. I think I'd give it like a solid eight. For solid sure, eight for sure. It's like you know what? It's a solid eight, but with like a ten rewatchability. Mm. Like you can kind of watch it over and over again and like get, get more out get of get it. more out of it. You, at least for sure, like two three times. Like two, two, three times extra, and then you you be good. Mm. Like you'd be like, all right, I've had my fill of this movie. But um, um, I, I there was more and more every single. I think this is the second time that like we watched it. Yeah, consecutively. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. Like I, I watched it a second time, and I was like, you know what? There is a lot more here that I can I could dive into. There were a few moments that clicked that didn't click the first time around that mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, that makes sense because you know X, Y, and Z. But yeah, Sandra, what about you? I think I'm, I'm going to have to agree with Isaiah. I'm going to give it an 8. I was going to give it a 9, but I was like, no, that's too much of a high praise, but 8. Mm. An 8? Yeah. I think if anything, I mean, you can't not compare it to a lot of, like, Coen Brothers and and, and, and Western movies. Oh, yeah, no. That's, and that's I, what put it at 8. And I think that this movie, it, it really lifts up the Western movie and, and it changes it in a way that you just not are not expecting it mm-hmm. and compare it to a coen brothers movie it's something completely different it stands out amongst the rest of their work for sure and i think for that i think i would have to give it a nine and that okay that's fair i i i to see looking at it from that perspective for sure yeah um let's get into some spoilers though Heck yeah i this movie does an amazing job of of <clears throat> Of one for I mean just for right away off the bat it 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 introduces your their characters so beautifully and I'm in like watching it a second time I'm blown away to how much they give you just right off the bat mm-hmm. that just carries their character throughout the entire yeah, movie and it justifies sure. every action that they take we don't even we're, one of them and and I think my favorite actor or my favorite character in this movie has to be Sheriff Bell. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones character, uh-huh. and we don't even are in, we're not even introduced into him until like maybe about thirty minutes into the movie. 
Mm-hmm. Physically, at least. Physically, yeah. yeah. We we hear his voiceover, and that alone, once again, like it it, it justifies why he is the way he is. It, he tells you about this person that he he arrested. He they they're calling this person's killing that he arrested the a crime of passion, and that he's like, well, why did you do it? And, well, it wasn't a oh. passion. There was no passion about it. I just felt like killing. Yeah. And he doesn't know how to take it. Yeah, it just th- this world that he is now in doesn't make sense to him, and he doesn't know how to ha- how to live in it. And that's funny. One of the uh, one of the things I had looked up on this movie, well, about his character at least, um, his character is like an homage to um, almost like the Andy Griffin show. Exactly. So, so he 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 like he never like he he doesn't draw his gun. He doesn't like in the back in the, the Andy Griffin show. It was like he's like I don't put my gun on because I don't want people to be afraid of me. I want them to respect me or whatever. Yeah. And he even has his like don't be old like oh sheriff we're gonna be able. It's, that's his his uh, his, his, his yeah, Barney he, Five. Yeah, he has he has his he has his guy with him there too. Like yes, he, he's very much that uh, that like. And then that too. Also, wait, what's his name? Uh, uh, was it Garrett Garrett um, Dunhill? Yeah, a great actor. I love him in so much. Oh my god, can I can my phone open here? Um, he he's he's in a lot of really cool movies, like as a side character, and like mm-hmm. he's, he's he's never like the center of anything. I think mm-hmm. of Raising Hope, but like <laughs> he uh, he he's a, he's a really really cool actor. I like I like seeing him in different things, and he plays those characters so well. Like I, I was like knowing what the inspiration was, I was like, mm, he doesn't seem out of place now. No, he, he doesn't. He didn't seem out of place after that. And I was just kind of like, he, he, he draws his gun. He's like, we got to be at fire. Ready? Let's, let's go in there. And then he's just like, yeah, go ahead. Like, I'm not going to do that. Like, <laughs> There's just that moment when he just like, uh, when they come into, to, uh, uh, Lewin Bell's, uh, not Lewin Bell, Lewin Moss, uh, his trailer. And there's that milk that's just sitting there. And he's just like, well, that's just disturbing. He goes, the, the bottle's still perspiring. And he does that like, Oh, sheriff! We just missed him. We yeah. just missed him. Yeah, yeah, we got put an APB on him right now. And he's like, for what? 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 Man who drank milk is out large. Yeah, <laughs> like, and so it's it's just like it, uh, uh, cowboy films and, and westerns up into that time had just been like moral good versus moral bad. The, yes, the, the, and so now Tommy Lee Jones is in a world where it's just like this is chaos because chaos wants to be chaos. Like yeah. you know, like he's he, like, the good guy is not just purely good. He is a complicated anti-hero. The, uh, this country is no longer for the old men, kind of a thing. Like it's that, like yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh oh oh. The Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah, yeah whatever yeah. you see. <laughs> Goddamn right. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of of chaos, let's let's talk a little bit about Anton Chigurh. Anton, I, I mean, I Sandra, love this character, man. What, what what did you? What was your first impression on on Anton Chigurh? His his character, yeah, that's just, the bad guy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well. Oh, I don't know. He, I couldn't look past the actual actor. Mm-hmm. I couldn't really focus on his his person. <sighs> He's just really intense the entire scene. Yeah, yeah. You, gotta, you kind of have to. But I feel like that's what everyone else was feeling too. You just kind of have to like stop and watch him. Uh-huh. I think he did that very well. He, he was striking very well. Yeah, yeah, and and a lot of people were like, "Just what's up with that hair?" Like I, I remember yeah. when this movie came out, everyone was just like, "What's up with that?" That hair, that bob that he's got mm-hmm. going on, is it and fake? It's uh, no, I think it. I think oh, it yeah, is. That might actually be his actual hair. Yeah, I think he just cut it like that. But like, I, I looking more into it, it's like Sugar plays the embodiment of death in, mm-hmm. in this movie. He's, he's that harbinger for death for sure. And he, yeah. he, and you see it like just alone with how he's like dressed. It's it's all black, like a black cloak, and yeah. a black hood just sits above his head. Yeah, as he comes in, and he just he's coming in as like. The death that no one can escape, mm-hmm. and that's how they play him, and that's how he plays himself, mm-hmm. and it's and it's fascinating, and 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 he's so cold and vicious, but yet so calculated, and you you get that straight off from just the two kills that he does at the fucking beginning of the movie. Mm. We see him strangling the the police officer, and you see all this blood gushing and stuff, and you find out that it's really just his because he's wearing handcuffs and he's using it to choke him out and then we see him immediately right after just calculatedly kill another man with a a cattle air gun mm-hmm. and it's just like the the two compared it's just it doesn't it shouldn't fit mm-hmm. 
but it does and he and he knows how to play them so well do you think I mean, this is probably getting a little too film theory. Go ahead. But do you think? Do you think he's actually like he's the literal representation of death in the movie? So that's why, like, even at the end of the movie, further spoiler, like he gets he can he he takes a beating, he gets shot up, he gets he never dies. He always gets the job done. He's mm. so it's quite literally like no, he's probably death. Like because like cops can't stop him. He's a ghost. Other people. He's literally just this phantom. Because it's like his entrance into the movie. He's just. He he's he's definitely do, they do that. Really there is good no job introduction. Just, they just, just do a really good job. He, they do a really good, good job. Not too. It's like is he the antagonist of the movie or is he really the protagonist of the movie? Because he has one job to do and he ha- and he does it with his own moral compass that never wavers. Mm-hmm. But everyone else is stealing the money, trying to get it away for his own good. Is drug lords? Is he's like this doesn't involve me. I'm here because I'm doing my work. <laughs> So it's like, is he really an is he really an antagonist at all in the movie? That's um, oh my god, I, I I didn't even think of it like that. Yeah, like he's not really a bad guy in the movie. He does terrible, awful things, and then that too. Like, uh, what's his name is is sitting there. Like uh, Tommy Lee Jones' character is just like he's going basically like I'm following basically like ten miles behind everyone in mm-hmm. the entire movie, and he's just watching everything unfold and stuff like. Was yeah. he, he was he had there's that one line where he's like um i i hope that i'd hope he'd 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 know that he's in some some shit because i've seen everything that this that uh that what's his name's character has seen josh brolin's character has mm-hmm. seen and it's affected me a lot yeah and so he's just like no this guy is is a psycho he just doesn't understand him and he's supposed to and he's the the badge the moral good the you know but then at the same time it's like he's doing he's not on anyone's side Mm-hmm. He's kind of just doing his own thing. That's why it's kind of like he's probably kind of like that spirit of death. That's just he's he's not a bad guy, and he's just gonna hit and yeah. he's gonna pass. Yeah, and then like the way he kills people too. It's they're usually alone. They're usually secluded. They're not like with anyone mm-hmm. typically. It's not but a big show. It's personal. And it's it's, it's a very intimate thing that he has to do. So it's just kind of like no. He's I feel like the entire time I was like he probably I don't even know if he exists because 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 the only the people that ever see him. Are the people that die? No, because there are not, multiple. Not even, not even Woody Harrelson's character that has been hunting him for years has, has seen him, and he's like, "You saw Segura, and you're alive. Well, then you won't be alive for long, then." Like, yeah, and he wasn't. No, I, I, I do think that he, he is physically there in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I definitely agree that that is what I think the Coen Brothers were trying to get for at. Sure. And they accomplished. They accomplished hard <laughs> tenfold. Um. But I, I no, he's he is there because there are a lot of people that have seen him that didn't die that hasn't died like the the kids right at the end the kids at the end the 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 woman that that won't give any information but it's still like it's still that looming like no matter where he is you understand how close everyone was to death mm-hmm. and that's kind of what death is no matter where you go you may have never known it but you were right in front of death's face ooh fuck. We yeah. got deep right away, yeah, man. Heck yeah, dude! I was, I was watching this movie. <laughs> I, I I've never even thought of 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 him being a. I mean, I I, I understood that he was the embodiment of like a death, mm-hmm. but the idea that maybe he was a little bit more than just a body. Mm-hmm. Like he just kept coming. And yeah. Like he, it was. A, he's like he doesn't really have much of a sense of humor, and it's just kind of like. He, but then he, you see him smile, and you're like, "What is funny to you? Mm-hmm. What is?" And so it's kind of like a, "You're not here. This is not something that like a normal person would do. You're not a normal person. What are you? He's something mm-hmm. else." And I think that's kind of like a little. That's uh, at least that's what I'm going to choose to believe for that movie. Like, <laughs> I no, I and I very much like that 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 depiction that you you pulled from. Oh man, such a good idea. Um, let's talk about the guy that, that he's hunting down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Llewellyn Moss. Llewellyn. What did you guys think of, of his character right off the bat and then how his his character comes to at the end? So I, they do this really cool thing when they introduce him um, where they're right before that. Anton kills. I think it's the guy on the street on the on the thing. He gets his car mm-hmm. right. He like he just he kills the cop. He kills that one other dude, and then it quickly transitions into what's his name hunting something, mm-hmm. right? And so it's just kind of like a foreshadowing. The look at this basically this 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 killer, and now look at this hunter that's hunting this thing that's literally about to become prey. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and so it was like it was that cool like 
little like he it's he's everything that's there he's he's a he's a marksman he's can sit there literally alone and be at his wits Mm -hmm. and then like be able to like handle himself alone and like it was just that like they introduced him in such an independent way that kind of built his character like it he hadn't no one was around he had no one but himself to be and we got to see that first yeah and it was just like oh that's cool like even even once he got to when he gets to like the he's he's like walking around he's like all right i want to stop but if i'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop in the shade and it's kind of like no he he knows what he needs but he also knows that he needs to work to get what he needs and like you know and he wants to make sure he's comfortable like it's it's like those little notes that he like he's talking to himself like you're getting the his character just from his being alone Funny you say that. You you hear him saying like you know oh if I were to stop if I would stop here I'm I'm basically in the open if mm-hmm. I would I'm gonna, if I'm gonna stop I'm gonna stop in the shade. Yeah. It sounds like he's talking himself about himself. But he's talking he's, about, he's oh. talking about the hunt. He's the his his person that he's looking for. Mm. If he's gonna be shot, he wouldn't just stop here. No, he. he I'm gonna look for the out. shade that's on on the horizon. And that's where my guy is going to be. Oh, I didn't even. Know. He's, I didn't, he's I, you know, I don't. I didn't catch that the first time. He, oh, the second time. he he is like ten steps ahead sometimes, mm-hmm. and I think that's what makes that game that little cat and mouse between them so good. Is yeah, like what, they're always, one of them is either ahead of the other. The cat might be stronger, but the mouse is smarter. Yeah, and 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 I like when you see him like, and I think when when you're when you're introduced to to where he gets the money or where he where he comes into contact with this basically drug deal gone wrong. Mm-hmm. He just walks up on it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, the, there's no story to these people. Mm-hmm. You know what they did. You, you, know, you don't need to know what their stories were. Exactly. You just need to know that, that this happened now. And this is the inciting moment. It, it reflects so much about what happens to him at the end. Because mm-hmm. he just, these are just people he walked into. There was no, there was no big show. There was no killing that that blew everybody away. He just walks up on it, and that's how we walk up on his death. It's just as the audience, you're just—he's just another person now, that that just died. Mm-hmm. And there's there's no. Does, does Josh Brolin kill anyone in the movie? I don't think so. I think he kind of he he's the like the moral dog. the moral good. Well, the exception of the dog cuz he also shot cuz well, the like humans cuz he also shot the deer. And we don't even really see if that died. Like Yeah. It it was just kind of like a Wounded. I don't know if I don't know if he actually ever kills anyone in the movie. He kind of remains a moral good, like a a purified a pured uh, and I think that's the only thing that's keeping him like, "Oh, no, he's not a bad guy." It's like, "No, but he's still like trying to do it for himself he's still very selfish he's still very like flawed in those ways like yes he's trying to do it for his woman and stuff but like at any point he could have ditched the the satchel and been done with it yeah yeah but i i, I he's maybe not he's, with anton but like for sure like he's such an interesting character in the fact that yes he he's doing it for himself but he's a good man at heart mm-hmm. and like it, it and, and and what sucks is that that is what and, and i'm i it it's funny that that the Cohen brothers really pushed this idea that a good man in this world, that's going to be your downfall. Mm. You can't be a good man in this world anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it's 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 cool to see that that Tommy Lee Jones was of this old world. Josh Brolin is this middle point, and Anton Chigurh is the extreme of what this world is coming to. Mm-hmm. And and the fact that he's like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna, the guy that that I saw wanted water. Yeah. Fuck. All right. Let's let's go take him water and and in, even in the sense, I don't even think that I think I think the I don't even wouldn't call Anton the extreme. I think he's he's what this world world has burst for sure. Because okay. it's because it's like he's again he's not acting maliciously. He's not acting in like well he guess like he's acting maliciously, but like he's not acting like out of spite and he's not acting out of like I'm gonna go find you because I'm angry and I need to do something. Like he never shows any emotion. Mm-hmm. So it's like. I don't. I wouldn't even call him an extreme. Like, yes, maybe an extreme outlaw, but like, he's not. He's his own entity in the movie, mm-hmm. with the exception of the moments he's with. Like, he's he's barely even with anyone, like in the movie. Any of the like the leads, right? He's always just about to get the lead, or always he's on the other side of the wall. So I like, I don't even think that like he's I wouldn't never... say he's like the extreme. I think he's just kind of like what this world is. Like, this is the world that he is. Like, that's mm-hmm. he's that guy. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, like the Joker, like the like the movie Joker, mm. where it's like he's like, no, I am not, I'm not, I'm not an outlaw. 
you guys made me this. This is what I am. You guys have, like, I am the birth, the like the birth of chaos. Okay, basically. Yeah. Like, um. What did what did what did you think about uh, Luel and Moss, Sandra? I thought he was at first. I thought he was kind of weird, but after I don't know. I found him charming. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Mm-hmm. I love his his dynamic with his wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and even that, like you, you, his wife is an interesting character. She doesn't have a lot of moments in this movie, but the moments she does, she she really captures a not a damsel in distress, I would say, but just more of like a. She's more tender, like yeah, and and his, his softer side kind of thing. Like, yeah. yeah, she's kind of like the innocence in the world that that like mm-hmm. is is possibly okay. going to get snuffed out herself. Yeah. And, and and what's funny is that I, one thing I noticed about his wife is that throughout the entire movie, every single time that she's trying to talk, he's always like, "Just just do this. Stop talking. Just do this. Just do this. Don't 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 think about it. Just do this." Okay, okay, okay. I'll do it. I'll do it. And then that final moment when she actually gets to say something is with Anton Chigurh, mm-hmm. and she actually gets to speak her mind. Mm-hmm. And and and. Yeah, she it's tells profound. Him, yeah, and then she tells him that like it has nothing to like it's your decision. Yeah, you everyone makes the decision. Like it's kind of like I haven't I haven't made a decision in my entire life. Yeah, why am I gonna make it now? Call heads or tails. You exactly. make the decision. Exactly, I love that oh. about her. Yeah. Um, Sandra, just real quick, what? what do you think happens to her at the end? I think I think he did kill her. He does, right? Yeah, because when he comes out, he's like checking his shoes and. Like he walks through her. Yeah, like he. Yeah. That's that's one thing that I love about this movie is that it respects the audience enough to put two and two together. It's mm-hmm. it's a two plus two story. Mm-hmm. You don't get four. Mm-hmm. You get two plus two, and you got to do the math. Mm-hmm. And and you got to show your work too. Yeah, you got to show <laughs> your work. And and what's funny is that you like you see Anton like. First off, you, the first time you ever see him take off his shoes or, or something about his boots is that you see him take him off and then he's walking up to Moss's hotel room mm-hmm. or motel room. Mm-hmm. And you think that's just because, you know, oh, he's trying to be sneaky about it. He doesn't want to get blood on his boots. That's how clinical he is. He, he doesn't want to get blood on his boots. Because then there's that moment when, when and, 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 and you see when he, he shoots Woody Harrelson's character, the blood's dripping towards him and he like looks at it and just like, nope, feet up on the, on the, on the bed. So when he kills her at the end, yeah, it's left ambiguous and you don't know. Why does he leave his socks? I don't know. That one scene. <laughs> and that guess. one scene where he's like, he kills when the when the Mexicans are in, uh, in uh, Josh Brolin's room. They're waiting for him. He like kills them all. And then he leaves his socks. He just chucks them. He throws his socks back. And I didn't know what that was. Was it because he was like stepping in blood and stuff? Like, Yeah, I, I think so. It just it feel, it very much feels like he left something of himself there. He just kind of seemed like a, ah. Uh. I mean, maybe that's it's also the only like white the, thing, too, that he was he has on him. Are they white? I think they're like gray. No, they're white. They're white socks. Interesting. It's the it's the only white thing that he wears, you, and he throws them off. I kind of wish. I kind of wish it was like the like the soul. Like, but even that, like that that one thing that's on him, that's white. That's that pure thing that's mm-hmm. on him. Like, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's that one thing. His feet, the ground he walks. I, I I think if anything, I love that moment right before he has that like he busts in and he shoots everybody up. He gets the room. He gets a room, and and. There's that moment where he opens up the door and he looks in, and then he closes it, and then he barges back in. And it's just like, what the fuck? Like, why that? And then he kind of just walking through the room. He looks into the bathroom, and then he looks at that little panel, and then he taps it and he, like shakes it. And for the first time, I was just like, why? Why is he doing this? Like, he was looking in his own room to see where potential hiding plots, hiding spaces. Yeah. He's already planning ahead of like, you know, if I barged in, what do I automatically see? All the bed. Mm-hmm. What's uh, what's in front of me? The the, the bathroom. Oh, what's this? What's that? Mm-hmm. And he does. He he comes in and he boom bed bathroom shoots the the little wood panel just in mm-hmm. case. I don't know. I I I yeah, love. He was a lot more meticulous than you perceived it to be. Yeah, it just seemed like he was doing rando things, but like he was like learning and training. Yeah, and it just I ah, fuck man, I love this movie. <laughs> it's great. It's well thought out. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> One of the the things that this movie does really well is is the the battle of the old world and the new world. Mm-hmm. And one thing that that I notice is that the first half of this movie, you see 
landscape shots. You see hills. You know, you, you get that Western look. Yeah. And then halfway through the movie, it becomes seedy motels and car chases. Yeah. And it's like that, 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 that split of this is the Western. This is like a film noir. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. And a lot of the times, like, if it's Tommy Lee Jones, he's, like, riding a horse and getting he's, around places. He's riding a horse. And then the fact that he has to then eventually bleed into that old world, that new world. He's got to go to the motels. He's got to go figure out where, where these people are going. And it's and it's that moment, too, when he goes he where he goes back to the, the motel that Josh Brolin is mm-hmm. in, where he has to draw his gun in order to enter a room. For the first time. For the first time, like, in the entire movie, or at least, like, in the duration of the movie. Like, he's, like, having to pull his gun out to, like, protect himself. And he's just like, I should just be able to walk into a room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that sucks. Like, he kind of, like... And then he comes in, he sits down, and he kind of, like, puts his gun away and just sits there like, fuck, man. Like, this is the world now. And, like, that's the last time he's a cop. Yeah. It, it, honestly, one thing that I really love about that scene is that he has that mentality of, you know, I, I'm the old sheriff. The old time was so much a lot easier. I don't know how to live in this world. And he's ready. He's, he's, he's like, you know what? Let's take some old time justice into this new world. And you think that Anton Chigurh is on the other side. And the minute he cracks it open, the only thing he's left with is the shadow of the old Western man on the wall. Oh. He's just sitting there. And he's just standing I there. That's how I wanted the kind of the movie to end with that one of those. With like a standoff, and you get that almost you almost get that with them. You where he's like, uh, you know, I'm coming for you, I'm gonna be doing that stuff, and he hangs up the phone and he's like, basically, I'm gonna come, I'm coming to get you. And yeah. then he just doesn't. Like he 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 he's like, That's not what this it's not a western anymore. It's not. It's not that. You're not and, gonna get your gun slinging and cowboy. Most of, and most of the time in a film noir, the the good guy does not live. Mm-hmm. It's the world that swallows him whole. Mm-hmm. And and you get that in like in movies like Drive. Yeah. What's it called? It doesn't. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a happy ending at the end of the movie mm-hmm. Drive. I don't want to spoil that movie. <laughs> but you get that in this movie, and, and he doesn't. The good guy that we're rooting for doesn't live. Mm-hmm. The girl that he, that supposedly the world wants to protect or we want to protect doesn't live. The cop that that we hope to God that at least gets his man doesn't. Shigur gets to like leave. Scott free mm-hmm. and 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 it just and at least for Tommy Lee Jones's story that that moment of just him cracking the door open and it's just his shadow and that's all he's left with mm-hmm. all right this is an official he's, he's just I am a, no he's longer just a allowed shadow this. of an old old man yeah and he's just yeah, this is it I'm I'm done being in this world I'm I'm gonna take myself out and let's just be a part of it. like the the people on the vice on the side. Mm-hmm. I, I I think got if anything to pedestrian, <laughs> he, got, right, he got promoted <laughs> to pedestrian. <laughs> um, I I don't know. I I love the way that this movie really depicts the world that that they're living in, and it's it's just a one. It's a beautiful movie to look at. It is. It's it's dark and it's grim and it's hard at some points, but at sometimes it's just like there's some nice moments in this movie. Mm. Um, what did you guys what did you guys think of of just the subversion of 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 expectation throughout the entire movie? I don't for sure they like I don't know if they ever really like. Oh, that's not true. That's not true. Because they, they do the whole, is it, is it Hitchcock? The whole, like, there's a bomb under the table. No mm. one but the audience knows. And so there's just tension to, throughout the duration of the scene. It's that. It's that, like, we know he's going, he, he, what he can do. These people are just like, this is just my random ass day. Like, what are you talking about? And that, that was very evident with, like, everyone that they come in and interact with. Like, the one lady that was, like, at the um, the motel. And he's like, let me get this room. Oh, let me get the room. And she's like, that has a double bed in it. What do you mean? Like, why do you want that? That's some silly shit. And he's just kind of like, but we know why he needs it. We, yeah. When we're here, like, no, that's a smart, that's a good idea. Go do that. And she's just like, what the fuck? This is some weirdo. Like, everyone, that, it's like, everyone's acting suspicious. And everyone's like, you know, like, I think that, that was a great fucking detail in, 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 the, in the movie. I forgot where I was going with it. I was just really excited. <laughs> bomb under the table. Yeah. So it's like, we, you, you never really get the, like, it, everyone that these, the main characters interact with are so, like, detached from the scenario. But they don't, like, they don't know what they're being brought into. And I think, ugh. It's, ugh. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sandra, what about you? The subversion of, of expectation. 
Um, can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> <laughs> the fact that, that you are expecting something to happen in this movie and it doesn't. You're expecting the big gunfight. It doesn't mm. happen. The, the whole fucking ending. I, I, okay, I think I agreed with Isaiah. I was expecting that. Mm-hmm. That whole standoff thing. But it, it just, I don't know. I, I felt it fell flat. Mm-hmm. But I know there's a purpose to it. How did you feel about the ending completely? Like, I just, some of it didn't make sense to me. In what way? Like, the way a story should end, you know? That typical ending. Not like happy ending? No, not necessarily, because I'm, I'm, not, I'm not completely for happy endings, but it's just... Like nothing was resolved? Yeah, or like it wasn't closed mm-hmm. <clears throat> in any way. I mean, I think a lot of people, I think this movie, this ending challenges people's thought of what a story or what an ending should be. Yeah. Yes. You know what? We we didn't get the the happy ending for Moss and his wife. Mm-hmm. Yes, the, the, the cop didn't. What's it called? But you know who did get a happy ending? Segura. Sugar. Segura. Yeah. yeah. That's what I, that brings me back to like, I don't think he was the antagonist in the movie. I don't think that's what his character was. If you want to get, he's not. Te- he's not the protagonist. He's not. He's, but he's not the antagonist in the mm-hmm. movie. Like he's the like. If I, I would, if anything, I would see him as the protagonist in the movie. Like if you want to look at it in that like that light, like mm-hmm. no, he's like yeah, he's like a vicious motherfucker the entire movie. But he's like the story's almost about him, like mm-hmm. and what he got to go do to basically get his job done. Mm-hmm. We're we're rooting against him, but he's not doing anything wrong. Yeah. He's like acting to his own moral compass. He's acting to what he believes is right, even though it's wildly wrong. It's still like the only non-wavering entity in the movie. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool. Like that's what I was like. I don't think he's. I don't. I wouldn't call him the antagonist in the movie. One thing that that, that I mean, there there was a couple of questions that this movie does leave you off on. What is what do you, what do you think happens to Sugar? Do you think that he gets away with everything? Because, go ahead, Sandra. Ultimately, yeah. I mean, he got into a car accident and walked away. But you hear the police sirens in the back coming. Yeah. Do you do you think that they really just let him go? Or do you think the police eventually caught up with him? No, I mean... I think he got away with it. I yeah. appreciate why, 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 why wouldn't he have? I don't know. Like, I, I, this is, I think for the first time ever... Okay, I, I think for the first time ever, this this movie shows Sugar in in a in a situation that he's not expecting. He mm. he goes into a room, gunfighting and stuff. He's expected to possibly get shot. I think he he's planned and prepared. He's obviously planned and prepared to to deal with a wound after because he does get shot in the movie, mm-hmm. and he knows how to treat himself. Mm. So I don't think that he's not prepared to go in and get shot. I think he's very well planned out. This is a moment that just came out of nowhere. Car T-bones him. He's broken arm. He's all bloody. Mm -hmm. He's all beat up and stuff. And now he has to get up and be a wounded man in the world. For the first time that I don't think he was expecting. And I don't think that he would have gotten away with it. Just because, just for the fact that this movie doesn't let you. It doesn't let bad go unpunished. It's just not in the way we expect. You know, like I, I feel like justice is justice is not sir is not served behind the badge. It's just chance and and fate. He, he he was taken down almost by like the exact thing that he was. Yeah, he just was, he was that fate that toss of a coin that you know mm-hmm. that just so happens to be in the, the same area like i wasn't i didn't need to kill you this is just the way it happened ended up happening yeah yeah and i think by that by the fact that he gets into that car accident it's just it's unexpected and it's unlike whoa what the fuck just happened like he almost, he almost has to remember that he's not exactly that? okay maybe and i think that in the like fact that you mortal. hear the sirens going off i think it's just a, a nice like we're not gonna see it but just just be aware that that maybe he does get caught, and I think I personally think that he does get arrested. But I like, don't think I feel he, like he would have gotten arrested, and that's about it. He would, but he would have been out though. Like it's it's like it's still Anton Sugar, 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 Sugar. 
I think, I think I've been staying Segura this whole time. Yeah, Tom Segura. Tom Segura <laughs> in No Country for Old Men. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think I think it would have it would have been resolved, and I think he would have been arrested. And I do think that he would have because it's like okay, he gets arrested in the first scene, and we see it. He gets out. He gets out. But I mean, he's not the he's not in a situation that he's not prepared for. In the in the first scene, in this scene, he isn't, and and he's he he wasn't expecting to get hit by a car. He wasn't expecting to have a busted arm with a bone sticking out. He's limping around, and and I I don't think he would have been able to get away from the police the way he wanted to, because of the state he's in. Maybe. And then I think eventually he would have been caught, and he would have been tried, and and eventually executed or something himself. Hmm. I think I think I honestly I think he 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 does get picked up and and he does go to prison or something. Like no one had a good ending, kind of a thing. Like, yeah, I get you. I mean, he completed what he wanted, but he, no one got yeah, a good ending. Um, what about the 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 Sheriff Bell's uh, dreams? What about him? What what do you think it means? Because that's that's this movie just ends with this whimper of like a I had a dream. And then I woke up, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you what do you What's think? What's the his... dream that he had? It's, it's that he's like riding off with his dad or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just I feel like it's just that. I feel like it was just like it's it it was um, instead of having a cowboy ride off into the sunset, kind of just like as the sun started dropping, he described a cowboy walking with the sunset. So we got to have that in the movie, mm-hmm. but it's never it's not the same. Quite literally, the way things aren't the same, mm-hmm. you know. He, that only happens in my dreams now. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no such thing as the cowboy riding off at the sunset kind of a thing. I think that's kind of what that the ending means now. It's like we don't get to we. He's kind of telling you in that moment because what, what is it? Right after that, then that's when uh oh no, that, that is the, that the is very, the end, the very end of the movie. And that, that, that's if that's the bookend. I feel like that's what it is. They mm-hmm. kind of they give us the cowboy riding off into the sunset, but quite literally him saying goodbye to the old cowboy westerns, like they're riding off into the sunset. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what it was like. He was quite literally saying goodbye to like old country. Sandra, what about you? What, what was your? I thought his his dad had died. I don't know the way he was describing it. It's typically what you hear people have like dreamt of like when their loved ones pass and stuff. Because I kind of get the idea that, that he, he, it is that, that that he's dreaming of, you know, because he says that, you know, oh, my, my, my dad died about 20 years ago, and technically, you know, he's the younger man. And in his dreams, he's riding with his dad, and his dad takes off ahead to go make a fire somewhere, and he knows that once he gets there, he's going to be with him, and he's going to meet with him. I honestly think that he's dreaming of his own death. Yeah, for sure. No, I mean, like that was pr- that's pretty evident. But I think it was like, like what I was saying. Like it's more of that, like a visual representation, of, like or like a metaphorical representation of a cowboy riding into the sunset. It's mm-hmm. it's that. It's the uh, he's yeah. He's probably gonna like kind of like the the last good cowboy kind of situation where he's just gonna be like, that's it. He's done. Because like, where does the cowboy go after he rides off into the sunset? He goes what? Where does he go? Yeah. You don't know that. You never really get the, the satisfaction. It's kind of that same thing of him being like, I guess I just keep riding. Mm-hmm. I'll get there eventually. Yeah. You know? Man, this movie is interesting. Yeah. Uh, was there any favorite parts That's you guys got, Sandra? Western. No, I, I like the movie overall. Um, I love the, the, the scene... Um, the, the the scene where he's like... like the um, What is it? When he gets to the hotel and he starts putting the, the briefcase in the in the thing... Mm-hmm. And then he like he gets the bleep the little he's like drive like uh, Anton's driving down the street and he just kind of gets the little boop and he just kind of like oh it's there mm-hmm. and like it's just like that like he's not acting like he's quite probably quite literally just driving around mm-hmm. l- waiting for it to beep and it finally does and he kind of like oh shit it works kinda, like, yeah and like you kind of see it in his head like kind of like a oh there it is and like he's kind of drawn to it and it's and it's like even like that beep in itself kind of like a like he's death is coming and it, it was it's, it's a really like every time it cut back to 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 anton he was just like in the car and that's it he's not doing it. he's just in the car and then once it boop he kind of like and then like 
now his mission's on. And, like, after that moment, like, it's just, there's, after the thing starts beeping, there's such a shift in, like, the energy, that his energy in the movie that it's just Mm -hmm. kind of, like, he, like, goes from just being zoned out to, it's here. And it's, it's such a jarring, like, oh, he's there now. Like, he's coming. He's quite literally coming now. Like, there's no escape this guy. Like, Mm -hmm. it's really cool. Uh... I think one of my favorite scenes is probably it's got to probably be the 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 first quarter uh, call mm-hmm. in in the, coin in the coin toss. Yeah, I I the first time I watched it, I, like, I I saw that scene and and it sounds like he's like trying to rush the 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 clerk in order to like kind of confuse him a little bit. But some of the questions that he's asking, it's like he'll take what he says. And he rephrase, he rephrases it into a question, and it's like, "Is this what you're asking me? Is this are, almost like are these going to be your last words?" That's what you're telling. Me. That's like, what you're telling me. That that this this is what you're choosing to tell me. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and I I like his like he flips the coin and he, the guy wins the the coin toss. He doesn't kill him, and then he's like, "Don't put it in your pocket. If you put it in your pocket, then it just becomes a, just another coin, which it is." And it's like, so if the coin is just a coin, what does that mean for the man? Was his life just another life? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I, I don't know. Like, I think, no, well, I think in that moment it was it was just kind of that, like, you are that coin. Mm-hmm. He's like, kind of like a live, but because he, he was just like, this is, he kind of like laughs at him. He's like, this has been my life since forever. He's like, oh, so you just kind of married into this? Like, he makes fun of him. Like, he's, it's basically death making fun of you for not living. That scene. Mm. And so he's just like really because he's like eating the peanut or whatever, whatever he's eating, and he's just kind of like, oh well, I took over after my mom, my, my, his her dad passed away. Right? He just kind of like, you married into this? Does he laugh or does he choke? I think he like he scoffs at him almost, like kind of like, you married into this? Like, I thought he chokes like on the peanut, like he, oh maybe I, I it, it, it came off as like a scoff for two, mm. and so that's why I was like, but if he did choke, almost kind of like he was taken back that like. You haven't been living. Look how old you are. Mm-hmm. And then that's when he starts like doing the whole coin thing with him, and like, uh, I think it's 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 a cool scene. And then like, yeah, he's he's he. I think he was telling him like, that coin is special. Mm-hmm. If you just keep it in some back pocket, it's all it's ever going to be. Mm-hmm. Like you. And then it kind of leaves him on that. He's not. He wasn't talking about the coin. He's talking about the man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so yeah, and it was that too. Like the the big, quite literally, death coming in, making fun of you for never never living, and then leaving you. Like almost, but also giving the option to die. Yeah. Like he's like, you can end it now. I can end it for you now, or you can keep living. Now as you can keep living. Make sure you're living. You know, like. Mm-hmm. I think that's what that scene. That that's what that scene ended up happening. Like in that scene too, it's kind of like a. If that guy knew what the whole situation was, he'd probably go on and have a much better life. Like mm-hmm. if he knew he was talking to the Anton, he probably would have gone on having. But it's kind of that. It's like he's not really a bad guy, then is he? Like. <laughs> yeah. He's just an intense dude. Like. Uh, fuck man I, I don't maybe know. we should go watch it again man we should... <laughs> maybe we gotta go watch it again watch it a third time take a, take a dig two on this one uh, Sandra did, did you I think I asked you already did you have any favorite moments no I didn't have favorite moments. no no um, was there anything else you guys wanted to talk about in this movie before I go into the other half of this idea no I think I'm, I'm I think I'm ready for the next half but um, okay, so this movie won Best Picture for uh, 2007's awards. Um, it went up against Atonement, Juno, Michael Clayton, and There Will Be Blood. Do you think that it deserved its win? It probably yes. deserved a lot more. Yeah, I feel like it probably. I mean, I, I feel like the only other movie on that list that I can just like recall off the top of my head is like Juno, mm-hmm. and I think Juno was an interesting movie, like as it is, and like it was it was a cool like indie movie for sure. Mm-hmm. But this was like this is a powerhouse film. Like throughout that, like it's a intri- intricate ass powerhouse film. What, was, what were the other ones on the on, on the roster there? Michael Clayton, There Will Be Blood, and Atonement. I want to say I don't really remember those movies more yeah. as much as I remember. I know I've seen those movies, but I can't tell you what those were about. I would mm-hmm. have to like look at them and rewatch them and be able basically view, review them just to know what they were about. Mm-hmm. Like the, No Country for Old Men, I can tell you like beat baby. Maybe There Will Be Blood. Mm-hmm. But I think it's another cowboy movie, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but was it? See, well, <laughs> I think that's the Daniel Day Lewis one. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, yeah, no, I, I, I genuinely don't recall. I, th- I feel like people genuinely don't recall those movies as well as they do No Country for Old Men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn, man. I, 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 I think it did. What, I, if, if it won anything, it deserved it. That is true. Um, I think with that, I think we'll. we'll it's a little short episode, but we'll, we'll close it out on this one. Um. Thank you guys so much for listening. It's been a real pleasure. Uh, please like and leave a five-star review. It really helps us grow and get more known by other listeners such as yourselves. And if you uh, if you want to follow us on our social media, please follow us at cinema underscore buns, that's Z with a Z. And if you have a question or topic that you would like to leave us, leave it at our anchor page at anchor dot, no. Yeah, a, uh, anchor dot cinema buns. Under, Anchor.fm slash cinema buns. There you go. And that's with a Z as well. Uh, with that, I am Jonah Colazzo. I'm Sandra. And our guest. I'm Isaiah. And this has been another episode of Cinema Buns for this week. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. bye.